Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Another Monday recording here in the books for Kevin and I. Um, tonight's just going to be the two of us. Andrew is off gallivanting around Europe for a week. Lucky SOB. Didn't even invite us. It's kinda, so jealous. It's kind of rude. Um, so, Andrew, when you hear this on Saturday when you are editing it all, it's kind of rude. Um, but hopefully you're having the best time in the world out there and enjoying your vacation. Uh, we'll hold down the fort here on the podcast while you're gone. Um, so tonight's very simple. Really, we're going to talk about the sports update. We're going to talk about West Virginia. There's some stuff that Kevin and I were talking about prior to the podcast. And, of course, we're 10 minutes into talking about it and go, oh, we should probably start recording all of this that we're discussing at this point. Um, so that's where we're at. Um, we're definitely going to talk about the NBA. There's a lot going on, not just with the Eastern Conference Finals, Western Conference Finals, and all of that, but a lot of other news that's circulating around. And we'll kind of go from there. Nothing too crazy. This might be, you know, a short one for your ears tonight, y'all. So just get ready, enjoy, and we'll jump right into it. So let's start off. We won't start off with the the biggest note for this weekly sports update. We'll, we'll save that for last. Um, but I want to, you know, hats off or round of applause to Todd Bowles, the now head coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think it said like 30 something years after he left school, he got his bachelor's degree. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good yeah. for him. That's yeah. awesome. He promised his mom that he would go back and get his degree and, you know, just took a little extra time, but Hey, you know what? That's fantastic. I, I love those kind of stories. I love seeing guys do that. So me too. I agree. I remember, I won't lie. When we were at, in, at school, West Virginia, I'm pretty sure there was a 60 year old woman in like a couple of my classes. In a couple of my uh, old like marketing classes. Mm-hmm. I definitely remember like an older guy sitting up front just to finish off his degree because he like went away to the army or something yeah. and he wanted to just like get the degree and get the diploma and i was like yo kudos to you there was one guy that was in one of my business classes my finance classes that was um i want to say he's now in his mid 40s he's got to be he was like 36 37 when we were in college so late Late forties, mid forties, somewhere around there. I think that's how old he is now. But hey, you go back to school. Hats off to you. I don't think I could ever do it after being out of school for ten years. I <laughs> honestly, the idea of studying or doing anything like that just is the not I, my cup of tea. The idea of sitting around and having to write a paper and sit down and write a paper. I was like, I don't even know how to do that anymore i'm like i'm so out of that realm yeah it's crazy i think the only thing that would save me is that i have to write emails every day and i write our what we're going to talk about every week so that saves me by like this much by the most minuscule thing in the world i i don't know if i don't know how people do it so hats off to anyone that's listening that has gone back to school after being out of school for extended period of time or taking a couple years off more power to you i thought i wanted to do that but yeah not happening at all (laughs) (laughs) um 
I think this is now officially Matt Ryan is retired, though he hasn't said he is yet. But he has now become a analyst for CBS Sports. Good for him. Yeah. You know, he he's never going to live down to 28 and 3. So just, just get out while you can. Um, but dude just made enough money, has done very well for himself on and off the football field. So congratulations. Enjoy retirement, I'm going to assume. Um, maybe you'll get to chill with Tony Romo and break down every single play ahead of the play. Yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan, he's had his time. He's one of those. It's like, it's pretty much, honestly, Mary, we're just getting older. We have literally are just going through it. You sent out the post the other day where this upcoming season is going to be the first season that we don't have Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, or Drew Brees in a regular season game. It's yeah. the, like literally the passing of a torch of a lifetime. It's weird. And watch in a couple of years, we're going to be adding guys like Aaron Rodgers to that list. Uh, we, so we might that add that after this year. I know if he wins a championship with the Jets, my goodness. Eh, I think even if he they don't, I think he's he might be done. He's going to be what forty eight by that point, forty one. I think true. I think we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, here's one I did not put up there, but West um WNBA news. The New York Liberty have signed your favorite girl to an extension through the 2025 season. Oh, Sabrina. Yep. Oh, good for them. I mean, she's the cornerstone of that franchise. If you don't believe in her, you you better figure something out because you got to you got to keep your 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 key star players at home. You don't want them running away. So they, this is a this is a big year for the Liberty. You know, there are tools in place. There are players mm-hmm. in place this year. If they're not healthy, you know that's going to be a big deal. But I'm excited for who they have. They got Stewie. They got Vandersloot. They got uh, Bettina Lene, if I got her name, said her name correctly, uh, former lottery pick. So the only thing that concerns me is they played the Aces the other day. And got trounced. Yeah. The Aces are probably the scariest team in the WNBA right now. They're They're probably to the extent of that year when Durant was on the Warriors. That's how scary I think they can be. Yeah, they uh I saw a score. I was like, wait, what? That's that's that I honestly thought the Liberty would give them more of a fight, but you gotta think the aces are a big team. The Liberty are not. That so. is true. And one thing I will also say, it's hard for us to compare right, right. now, which is the beginning of the season, which they're just learning. To say, get used to each other. September when they've finally gotten time to play with each other, and oh my yeah. god, there's a spider that just walked in, and I want to kill it so bad, but I don't know where it is. So oh, if god. you hear me scream, that's probably <laughs> what it is. And anyone watching on YouTube, if you just see Kevin just jump out of his seat, it's gonna be why it's gonna be a spider crawling across his desk. Yeah, 
That would be hysterical, though. That would be hysterical. Um, and then another thing for the NFL is the Texans are unveiling new uniforms, apparently, before the start of this season. Oh, God. I swear, if they are as boring as the Cardinals' new uniforms, I'm going to be like, I give up. The Cardinals' new uniforms just look like they're part of Texas Tech. No, it's like literally just turn. They made the font like freaking Times New Roman. No creativity. It's boring as boring of a uniform as I've seen in a while. Maybe it'll grow on me. You know, for example, the Browns uniforms. I remember that the ones, the older ones they had, those grew on me a little bit. I was like, I can deal with that. But we'll see. Just right now, I'm not thrilled with them. I want to see what the Browns do because... If that poll is right, there's five new logo designs for the Cleveland Browns. I am excited that they actually have a credible logo than a stupid helmet. Yeah. One of them. So there's this girl on TikTok and Instagram. She like redesigns all the sports logos, like different teams logos. She's done some really cool ones. She's done the Lions. She's done the Jets, the Seahawks, and a couple others. But one of the the ones from the Browns is her logo oh, that dope. she created. I'm like, that's actually not bad, but the fourth one just looks badass or whatever one I thought were the full on face and just like the nasty look. I was like, yeah, that I could get behind that logo and not an elf. I love it. I don't know. We'll see. I, I honestly hope the Texans just rebrand and get, get rid of that stupid, um, Longhorn kind of cowboy look on the side of the helmet too. <laughs> I, I just think they needed to be completely rebranded into some, you know, just be the Houston Oilers. That would be interesting. I know that's the Tennessee Titans technically, but you know, it'd be better than being the Texans. You know? No, yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, just I don't know. It'll be fun. We might be doing some type of rebranding of sports teams here in the near future anyway. So we're going to have some fun with it <laughs> when yes. we get to that episode. That will uh, be a fun episode. That might be the only time where you have to do homework, Kevin. And there's a spider. And I just killed it. Yes! I don't even know how, but I it was on me apparently. And I'm like, oh my God. That's awesome. I saw your arm just like fling up. And I'm like, oh. yeah. You're lucky it stayed on your arm. I'm lucky I didn't even feel it. I must have literally, when I moved my arm, I must have smashed it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, man. We're live, folks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, all right. Let's talk about the biggest news in sports. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's probably going to be the biggest news in sports until the end of the conference finals. We're going to keep talking about this stuff. Um, yeah, this is the time that's going to be NBA all day. Maybe sprinkling other sports here and there, but... This is the time we dedicate to our favorite sport, the NBA. I do have the Kraken and the Dallas Stars on behind me. Go Kraken. Let's go Kraken. Um, but John Morant, I think he's just ruining his life and throwing away his NBA career. I don't even know what to say. I'm like, you, I, you know, you know what? I forgot who said it. I'm going to let the professionals talk about it a little bit more, but like, Michael Wilbon, I think he even said, like, he's not even allowing his kids to wear his, like, sneaker in the house anymore. Yeah, he said, I think he said that he told his son, he goes, if you want those shoes, you can't buy them. You're not spending my money on them. I don't want to support somebody like this. 
it's it's really disappointing. It's Did like you, you thought that you went away, you learned your lesson, and here you go, you're just going off again on Instagram Live. You know, honestly, shout out to the friend who was there because here he threw the phone down when the minute he put his camera on him. But at the same time, it's like, yo, why are you putting yourself in that situation? You are a star in the NBA, probably top five up-and-coming stars in the NBA, mm -hmm. and you are out here waving around a gun like you are in charge of the streets. Dude, like, what are you doing? Like, you do not need to be doing all that. What is... I can't, I can't, I don't know what he's going going through his mind, what his, like, close parties are telling him, but I just think it's really disappointing. And I had a feeling that there was some sort of, like, suspension that he was going to get after that came out. Damn. I don't know. Do you think they, they just terminate his contract? No, his contract won't be terminated. I think what will happen is that you'll see him get suspended a minimum of 40, 41 games. A minimum of 41. He's going to get suspended for half the year. Let's just, nope, they're still up there. I was going to say, let's just see if Nike's done anything. They're still on sneakers app. His next ones are the hunger jaw ones that are coming out. All right. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I just two months ago you got suspended for eight games because you flashed a gun on Instagram Live while you're at a strip club with money raining around. This time you flash it in a car. From what it looks like from the video I've seen. In mid daylight. Yeah. Like you can see you doing this. Like No, but the what? point is why do you have a gun? In your hand, mid daylight, what would you possibly could be using that for in the middle of the day? It's not like you're at night. Maybe I can understand at night you might need to have a weapon on you, but it's like looks like it's like two in the afternoon or you're, even earlier than that. You're making millions of dollars playing a sport. Hire a security guard. Oh, I like, don't know. They, I think the whole when they said that he went to his little retreat for a week and they're like, Oh, he has anxiety and his stress. Da, da, da. I think that's all bullshit. I don't think he left his house. I think he just sat in his house for a week doing nothing at this, from what it's in my opinion now, and I could be totally off. I don't know. Ja. I really don't ever want to meet him. I, I thought he was going to be a, a phenomenal player to watch. And now I'm rather go watch Desmond Bain yell at obscenities at LeBron James or at some other person in the NBA. Um, but he will not be seeing the light of day on an NBA court or the Memphis Grizzlies facilities for quite some time. And I guess he did not listen to Steven Adams when Steven Adams said, be smart about your decisions. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any further comment on this issue because it's. I do want to, I do want to say one thing though, because I did hear Stephen A. Smith. Think of it this way. Couple when did he and Zion get drafted? Like three, four years ago, right? This is year yeah. three. About. Who was also drafted? He's in current New York Nick. 
Yeah, shout out to RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett might look like the best player drafted out of that draft class now. Jaw with his whatever's going on in his mind, and Zion can't keep his weight down to keep himself on the court. Yeah. Crazy. We, we It's almost scary to think that we lucked out not being able to, to grab those couple guys. Yeah, but I also think that Zion, if he can continue to lose weight and stay healthy. He'll be the number. I, he's, he's a guy. Uh, he's He's got it. He's, he's got, got it. As long I as think, he can get his body right and learn how to play with it and stay healthy, he's he's got that it factor. He can help oh, us. Yeah. I feel I, it. I think also it might be a, for him, it might be a good change of scenery might be coming up for him to get to do a different organization because whatever the Pelicans are doing with him, just same situation every year, hurt, sick, like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So might be time for a new, new uh, situation here. Why am I so bright? What the frick is going on? Wow. I don't know what you just did there. That I was don't know either. Interesting. Yeah, um, so you're very bright. I mean, I do something. I don't know. No, it's okay. I don't know. We're at it's live, like Kevin said. Live. Uh, just everything's whatever. As long as the cameras still work and all the other stuff works, we're fine. And now I'm back to normal. What the? I don't get this. Yeah. All right. moment. Let's talk about the funness of West Virginia. Do we want to start with football or baseball? Doesn't really matter. All right, let's start with baseball because they're literally the only prevalent team right now. Uh, <laughs> they're still playing. They went from number 12 last week to now number six in the polls. Incredible. They crushed Texas Tech in home and home series against them. I don't know where they're at, like, if they're near the end of the season. I don't I don't even know. I can't even. You can't even look it up on ESPN. Call it. It was maybe just under college sports. That'd be what? Like baseball, college baseball. I'm trying to look it up. See if there's. Oh, there's softball. Softball, softball. You're looking for baseball standings. Yeah, they're trying to. See, oh, there's men's baseball. Beer showers, cowbells, woo pigs. That's not what I want. All right, whatever. That's not helpful, ESPN. That'd be you, baseball. I got it. I got it. All right. What are you trying to figure out? Like the who else is in the top? Yeah, who's the top? All right. So you have Wake Forest number one at forty-two and eight. Yeah. Arkansas third thirty-eight and thirteen. Number two, Stanford number three thirty-four and fourteen. I don't know how the hell they're number three. Um, Florida forty and twelve. LSU number five, 39 and 12, and right behind them, West Virginia, 39 and 13. Dude, I, I, I pulled it up right as you were reading it, too. There's no other Big 12 team in the top 10. And shout out to Dallas Baptist at number 17. Wow. It's a first ever appearance in a top 10 in the 40 year, 43 year history of the. Uh, of the publication of the pool of this poll. Shout out to Coach Randy Maisie for honestly putting in work. And might I add, what has been helpful is I was listening to the uh Mountaineers confidential podcast mm-hmm. and they had the 
guy in charge of the Country Roads Trust on there. Oh, cool. And he talked about, but somebody asked, so like, what's the percentage of like things going to sports? And he mentioned that there has been uh, what they call their war bank that has been used for baseball to help guys bring guys to Morgantown, which has helped Randy bring in some players to really help out this team, which is awesome to hear. I love that. Yeah, I would definitely suggest uh, uh, checking out the Country Roads Confidential podcast with that uh, Country Roads Trust guy on it. I forgot his name. Hold on, let me get you that name for you. Country Roads Trust. Country Roads Trust, the guy that was on there, his name is Stephen Ford. He's the chief operating officer. Um, really great stuff. Really interesting to hear what he had to say. Um, but yeah, they got they're doing something right now called Million Dollar May. Uh, nice. so they're trying to raise million dollars uh to just go ahead. I'm not gonna lie, maybe uh, you know, whenever I get paid, maybe I'll give a small donation. Yeah, maybe I'll as throw a, a, a one time pledge. I'll let you know what I do, Merritt. When I do. all right, let me know and I'll match it. Perfect. There we go. There you go. We'll we'll give uh one of our college athletes uh you know fifty bucks uh, to go do whatever they want with it. Hey, if it's fifty bucks that helps us a little bit closer to get a brand new football coach or a brand new something for one of our teams, I'm all about it. Hey, I am too. Well, now let's talk about you mentioned it, football. Yes. We got some there's a lot of big things happening over there. May not look good to a fan because you know we want everything to change yesterday Mm -hmm. um but we did steal an in-state rival from marshall we stole one of their speedy wide receivers not the greatest numbers you know it only has over 200 yards receiving a couple touchdowns but when he catches the ball he averages 15.3 yards per catch so that's pretty dang awesome oh yeah Uh, and then you met you said that we got another guy, another yeah, we got another guy. He is by the name of I just have his name. His name is Noah Massey, wide receiver, formerly of Bowling Green, uh coming from Division Two, where he put up some decent numbers there as well. Um, so they've been talking about it. They're not finished adding to this roster. And we need guys that are going to be able to catch the ball. So whoever's out here mm-hmm. that's looking to get some playing time, you're going to get it at West Virginia. Like I, there's there's plenty of spots open if you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to come to Morgantown. Like they got plenty of spots open. I think the only main thing that is pretty much solidified, I would say, is you, if you either play offensive line or running back, it'd probably be tough for you to come to us because we got a lot of depth there already. Yeah, but, we have a three-headed beast of a running back group. and Yeah, and we recently, I know on the defensive side, we got a guy from Kentucky, uh, yep. defensive lineman before. I Forgive me, his name is really hard to pronounce. Yeah, I don't want to fuck it up. But, yeah, so they're, they're making it work. I'm trying to be a positive person and wish that. How's that going for happen. you? I'm, you know, I went to yoga today, so. We're feeling good. So you mean like you're just kind of. I'm letting things happen. All right. 
letting things happen. I'm not going to let it stress me out until August, you know, especially closer and closer we get to us making it to the backyard brawl. Huh. That Macy kid you were just talking about is pretty dang good. Go ahead. You got some stats Two years up? at Angelo State, Macy reeled in 81 receptions for 1,800, or sorry, 1,083 yards and nine touchdowns. This past season, he led the Rams in receptions 52, receiving yards 684 and four touchdowns. So not a ton of touchdowns, um, but you also don't know the type of offense that team ran, but it does seem like he was the main ball threat. Uh, he's six foot four, two thirty. So it's my height and a little bit less in weight than me. Um, and can probably run really, really, really fast. Um, but in three years at Bowling Green, he only caught 10 passes. So I, I don't know what happened there, but Hey, I'll, I'll take that. I, I want, you know, we need those players here um but you did mention running backs you know we did have the west virginia gatorade player of the year commit yes to yep. play at west virginia which is fantastic downside he's a running back yeah where is he where is he going unless you're gonna have him a guy to do your punt returns mr judah price it's an interesting name for a little white running back, Judah. Hey, crush it. Whatever. I don't care. As long as he comes out here and plays well, he's supposed to, what you say, come in June, right? Yeah, starting June 25th, day after my birthday. We'll be on nice. campus. Nice. Yeah. That. Oh, and then I just saw this as I'm reading Fan Nation. Two weeks ago, Tony Math- Mathis Jr. announced he was leaving. He is now transferring to Houston to play for Dana Holgerson. Ooh. Ugh. There's pictures on his Twitter of him in the Houston Red. That's going to be extra interesting this I'm year. I'm sorry. Oh, but that gosh. just looks ugly. Oh. Uh, no, that's going to be awkward because he's now him. we're going to play them, right? Um, do we play them this year? Yeah, we play. Yes, we do. And I'm pretty sure it's at home. I'm pretty sure you're right. Um, am I right? Uh, I'm trying to find it. I saw that picture you're talking about of him in red. So ugly. No, it's in Houston this year. Well, thank God for that, because that just would Well, Mathis apparently has two years of eligibility, so we'll, we'll get him the next year. Unless he thinks he's good enough to go play in the NFL, which... Yeah. Not. Um, if Letty Brown is playing in the XFL and winning XFL championships... Shout out to he... him and Will Clark. Yeah. Play. Will Clark went in for the... What the hell is What's the hell is the, the head... team name? Is it the head coach West Virginia guy too? No, that's Bob. No, that's Bob Stoops. No, Oklahoma. Oh, Bob Stoops was the Renegades, whatever they are. 
whoever coached the winning team the one XFL. Yeah, that's Bob Stoops. The oh, Renegades. No. Is that is the, that their name? The Renegades? Uh hold on. XFL. I'm looking up right now. Championships. Yeah, it was. Arlington Renegades beat the DC Defenders. Shout out to the Renegades. The St. Louis Battlehawks had the West Virginia coach. Yes, Anthony Beck, former yeah. tight end. And they had uh, Greg Jennings on that team, too. Yeah. He got um invited to Carolina's minicamp. I hope he makes it. Dude, he needs... He... This guy literally has done everything that he needs to to get in there, and no one's given him the chance. Um, yeah. But let's talk a little bit more about football. So, like, you know, we steal a good, decent wide receiver, speedy wide receiver. We get a, from what it probably is going to be is your number one target um, with the kid, Macy kid. And then you bring in a young, more than likely, I bet they make him redshirt. Judah, I, I bet he gets redshirted. He might play four games this year. Yeah, so he plays four, four games, gets redshirt. Comes back the following year because you never know. It's the tr- where you live in the transfer portal era where, God, hope to Christ that that does not happen, but that CJ just decides to up and leave. Um, then you have someone to step in, kind of, sort of, but not yeah. really because CJ is a scary human being yeah. and a beast of a human man. Um, but I'm intrigued. I want to talk about what I said earlier. The West Virginia guys that are in the NFL. Some of these kids are getting paid, and I love to see it. Love it. Still, mm-hmm. Sills has yet to sign his contract, but from what I saw, it's supposed to be like about four million dollars, three million dollars. Sam Jones, Sam James rather, is making like two million, like one point something to two million. Mm-hmm. And Bryce Ford Wheaton got a buttload of money from the Giants. Yeah, and he has a decent amount of it, like... He gets uh, 236... 100,000 this year. Yeah. And the deal is for, like, what, $2 million or something? Yeah. If he, like, makes it through, like, everything. I think... Yeah, that... The, the first number we mentioned, that is guaranteed money. Typically, you don't see an undrafted free agent rookie free agent get that kind of money especially oh, be yeah. guaranteed it's usually make this get past here you can make this much get past here you get this like nah this boy is making the money so i think that means that they really like this really like bryce mm-hmm. and i think he has a really good shot at making that team Yeah, me too. Um, the Giants don't have crazy wide receivers. It's yeah. You you look. We looked at the thing. We looked at the depth chart the other day. Yeah, um, we did. There, there it's was what like, you got. Yeah. Darius Slayton. You got Sterling Shepard. Whenever he returns, you still got Wandale Robinson. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. I'm pulling up the jet. Depth chart. Oh, come on. 
And you can't get it on their official website, so you can't. No, it won't. They won't release it until week one. So let's just go to ESPN. We'll look at ESPN again. I know we've already done this, but all right. So your wide receivers: Isaiah Hodgins, Darius Slayton, Paris Campbell. Those would be your starters. Your second tier: uh, Jalen Hyatt. Who I think... oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, he'll probably he'll probably get some. Uh, he'll probably get some playing time. I feel. Uh, Wandale Robinson. Sterling Shepard is their backups. Jameson Crowder, Jeff Smith, Colin Johnson are third string, fourth string. St- uh, Sills, Khalil Pimpleton, and McKay Polk. And that's it. They do not have Bryce for Wheaton on here right now. Um, But I could – Pimpleton I know from Hard Knocks last year with the Lions. He got cut. He's a short guy. He's speedy, but inconsistent hands. Um, so don't don't forget about they signed Paris Campbell. Yep. Yeah, last... he's a starter. So you have Paris Campbell. Did you talk about Jameson Crowder? Yeah, but I, Crowder's at the end of his career. I don't okay. I think because Crow, Crowder signed a one-year deal there because he was just mm-hmm. in Buffalo, I believe. Um. Yeah. And then this other guy, number 18, Isaiah Hodgins. I remember he made plays for the Giants last year. So, Oh, yeah, he came on late. in Late, the, um, late, late in the year, yeah. Yeah, so it looks like he had 392 yards, receiving four touchdowns, but he literally came on tail end. Yeah. Oh, everything. Like he – but in the postseason game – you look good. He had uh, 11 catches for 108 yards and a touchdown yeah. against the Eagles. So he is good. One, but two, we'll see. I don't know. There's a lot of. There's so a there's. Four. So there is. How many wide receivers right now on this roster? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 14 wide receivers. Usually you keep, I, what, maybe six? Six, send... maybe maybe seven. And then another guy on the pra- practice squad. I bet you I bet you would keep six, six and keep two. Because your practice squad's bigger now. So you can have maybe two or three on the practice squad. So, like, the thing is, I just, who... It's a lot of people to beat out there. Like, you have guys that have been with the team for a while already. So think about a guy like our former WV guy, David Sills. He, he got playing time last year at some points. Then he went back to up and down to the practice squad. Yeah, he Is got that a, something um, that you have to think about? He got a futures contract with the Giants this year. He's making about just under a mil um, from what I saw. Honestly... If you look at the depth chart, let's just look at the depth chart real quick. And this is probably me being biased because I really like Bryce Ford Wheat, and I think he yes, should have been drafted high in the in the, at least the second or third round. Um, anyone that's on the fourth slot for the depth chart, he's better than. And I so, love Sills. I love Sills because he's just his story and everything and what he did for us. 
I love them. Okay. But would you rather have Bryce for Wheaton or David Sills? So, according to ourlads.com, they have so apparently the Giants play a left wide receiver, a right right wide receiver, and a slot. So that's three right there. Yeah. They currently have Hodgins, Slayton, and Campbell in those slots. Okay, yep. The number two would be the those next set after them would be Hyatt, Shepard, and Wandale. So I think that that six right there is going to be the six that are probably gonna solidify your roster spots. Now that third through fifth slots that you have, they're probably gonna keep two of them. If anything, I would probably keep they're probably gonna keep maybe Crowder because yeah. as a, a veteran. And I would say that would be the chance that Bryce Ford Wheaton has to either beat out is to that last spot. That's what I, I think. personally I personally like sales because he's a bigger wide receiver. Because when I was just looking at everybody's like heights, you know, hold on. I just literally had it up and I accidentally took it off. Hold on. When I look at the heights of everybody. Yeah, sales is six three. Yeah. Bryce is six. Oh no, it's Paris Campbell. Why is that? Why did you bring me? You have but Bryce six, is six one, three. six one, five ten. Five eight, six three, five nine, five ten, six six in Colin Johnson, six feet, six three, and Bryce Ford Wheaton is six three. Yeah. So I feel like they would pro they're they're they would mix it up like keep Jameson Crowder as that extra slot and then Bryce Ford Wheaton could possibly maybe slot in somewhere else. So hmm. we'll see. We'll see what the preseason goes. Yeah. Who knows? There could be a surprise injury that comes out of anywhere. Maybe they like Ford meeting. If you remember when he was with us, he was a big special teams guy. Maybe they yep. just bring him on for his just special teams. So it looks like he's doing well in during practice from the photos I see. He's they they showed his number, he's number six. So okay, okay, okay. Maybe I can hopefully still get him as a trading card, which would be legit. So We'll just rock it out. Find the trading card. That is true. To get find the trading card is going to be the key. You'll find it. Knowing you, you will literally find that trading I will card wherever. Hundred percent, find it. Okay. What do you got on tonight, Kev? Oh yes, great question. So my jersey is last year's, this past year's kind of like statement edition with the Basquiat logo, Brooklyn I do like Nets. That one. Now, you're wondering who I'm wearing. I'm wearing number 18. 18 for Mr. Utah, Utah Watanabe. Uh, it, for those that don't know, it is May. It is Asia, Asian American Pacific Islander Month. So, for all my Asians out there, got to rep uh, Watanabe for it. I remember when we went to the Nets game, oh my God. I was looking all over for it. And it was literally, they were just finished making 
his jersey. So I was like, oh, yeah, let me get one of those. Perfect timing. So, yeah, that's my jersey on today. Merritt, you're wearing your Celtics and supporting your Celtics, I figured. Yes, sir. I got my Celtics hat on. I got my baseball Jordan Celtics jersey on just to, you know, rep it out just because, you know, We'll talk about it of the utter destroying of the 76ers that happened yesterday. So yeah, definitely had to pull this out today. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm gonna be wearing Celtics gear the rest of this week. I don't blame you. You should. Yeah, yeah. You know, Wednesday. I'm definitely uh that's why I record tonight so I can watch Celtics game. I don't blame you. Don't Priorities. Blame you. Priorities. I told I told my wife that and she goes, You put the Celtics game above hanging out with your wife, and I was like, "Yeah, I did. I had to. It's kind of kind of a big game. Yeah, and we're gonna watch the bubble teams all over again. Oh yeah, that's the crazy part. Is the let's just dive into it. The Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals are the bubble teams from three years ago. I love it. I'm excited for it." Uh, it's going to be a doozy, both series. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait. I cannot wait to get these going. It's going to be an exciting playoffs. Mm. Well, let's talk a little bit about the game that last yesterday afternoon. Uh, Tatum dropped 51, had the most points ever in a NBA playoff game seven, which was held by Steph Curry for a whopping two and a half weeks uh, and then broke. <laughs> um, but I watched that game, the whole game. That was Tatum's game, the whole game. The 76ers could not find a, an ocean at one point. It just, it was brutal. I think with three and a half minutes left in the third quarter, they had scored a whopping five points in the third quarter to the tw- and the Celtics had scored almost 38. Yeah. It was honestly pure, utter domination. I was oh, like, yeah. wow. Absolutely incredible by the Celtics. But it's funny because it's like, I honestly expected that the Sixers had every chance to close it out. They had every advantage. They were at home. They were at home. And they were up. And they were up by like about fourteen points, I think. Yeah, you're supposed to, by... you're supposed to, put your f- foot down on their throat and seal the deal, and you didn't. That's very true. I um, you know, I it's uh, I heard Embiid's comment after the game. Harden and I can't be the only ones to do this, and I almost want to be like, "What are you talking about?" Harden didn't even show up in this game. You barely showed up. He's the first NBA All-Star, or MVP, rather, to not have one conference final appearance under his belt. He hasn't even been there once. Can't get past him. Can't get past him. No. I knew this was going to happen, too. I was like, there's no way the Sixers would make it. They're they're not going to make it. There's also more reason for me to hate Courtney Yang, or however you say his stupid last name and that ugly face of his, for getting that technical foul stuff. So did you see that? No, what I missed must have missed. So that. I, I think it was in the second quarter. Um. But yeah, I was definitely. Billy working. takes a shot, and the this 
far long rebound going towards the Sixers bench. You can definitely tell James uh, Jalen Brown grabs Harden's jersey, mm-hmm. gets away with a no call. Ball stays in bounds, and Brown slides into the the bench of the 76ers. Mm-hmm. He gets up, and he starts to try to run off. And you can see Yang's hand come down and grab his leg just enough to like make him kind of go, what the heck? What are you doing? Like, don't touch him, first yeah. off. So Jalen starts running up the court, and they're all barking at each other. So he turns around and starts barking back. They give Jalen Brown a technical, Scott Foster, which we all, if you're an NBA fan, everyone hates. Um, I loathe Scott Foster. But that's another story for another day. Um, gives them a technical foul. They review it. They give Yang a technical foul as well. And that was the second technical foul on Philly within like five minutes. Like they just, they weren't in the game. And though I'm very happy the Celtics blew them out, it was, you know, we won and all that. I would have honestly loved even a better game from them. Yeah, for a game seven to like literally be a ridiculous blowout, it's like, it's like. Why'd you waste my time? Why'd you waste our time? Just should have had it just friggin' sealed it up sooner. But, but they, hey. they they did show that Doc Rivers and whenever he has a lead has lost, I think, seven out of the nine times in a series. And if you ask me, I think Doc coached his last game in Philly this oh, past I, weekend. A hundred percent. I think Doc I love I say I love Doc, but Doc this series has truly annoyed me. Um, to no avail. I think this might be Doc's duck. He might be done in the NBA at this point. I don't see, yeah. uh, there's no team that would, you know, if he is cut and fired, whatever, it's not going to go to Toronto because Toronto's rebuilding. He's not, I think, gonna... I think he should go to ESPN and just be a, a, an analyst, you know, and he did that for a long time too. Yeah, long, I, long time. I honestly, I don't want him to go to ESPN. I want him to go to TNT. I think he, with that crew, like doing sideline or doing in-game reporting, would be phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I also saw some jaded Celtics fans talking about, like, there was a game six. It was on ESPN. And Doris Burke and I can't remember the guy. They were doing the commentating. Mm-hmm. And every other word out of their mouth was, oh, look how good Joel Embiid was. Ah, Tatum's 0 for 14. This is not a good start for the Suns. But look at how great these guys are. And I'm going, well, yeah, you got to talk about the good and the bad. But I'm starting to think, going, it's literally how they talked the whole series about <laughs> the 76ers and the Celtics. It was like all bad-mouthing the Celtics. Like, yeah, they're doing okay, but, you know, that's just this. And then 76ers do something phenomenal, and it's like it's the end of the world. They're so excited. Um, but let's talk about the conference finals real quick. And I know we've kind of talked about it before. Mm-hmm. We've discussed it. Mm-hmm. Celtics heat. It's going seven games. I, that's what I, I think it's going to go seven games. Um, I think the Celtics win it in seven. I think what hurts the heat. In the, especially in this series, is not having Tyler Hero. Because you can 
know, no offense to the Knicks. The Knicks are good. Knicks are a good team. I would have not wanted to play the Knicks if the Knicks had won. I would be so pissed off. And I don't think you and I would have a podcast anymore. <laughs> we would be taking the whole month of June off. Oh, yeah. Or... We wouldn't we would be like, guys, this is gonna be a hiatus. Kevin and I can talk, we're gonna talk shit to each other every day, but we cannot be on the podcast together for for a little bit until the series is over. Um but I think they weren't able to expose the fact that Miami didn't have, you know, the sixth man of the year coming off the bench last year, guy who averages 22 points a game, all these things. I don't think the Knicks were able to expose that. I think the Celtics can with the depth on their bench. So Celtics in seven, going to be a hard fought battle. And we both know Jimmy Buckets is just going to be Jimmy Buckets. Like they, you can't stop that. Like I'm, I'm cool with that, but yeah, I I hate the Miami Heat because they beat my Knicks. They were not; they were the better team because they played with more effort that we. But we're not going to get that series. I'm very fired up about that. I just want the Celtics to blow them out as fast as possible, so we can get to the real matter at hand. So next conference is. The Nuggets versus Lakers. I, uh, it's hard for me to choose between my emotion and what I think is going to happen. Your heart, yeah. But think of it this way: you have a team that could go to. I want to say the Lakers have been in the most NBA Finals out of any team, mm-hmm. or a team that's never been to an NBA Finals. I mean, it sucks because I really like that Denver Nuggets team. Like if there's a team that I want that my my Lakers could should lose to, I would accept the Nuggets beating them because I just I love the Joker. Jamal Murray's a stud. Uh, Aaron Gordon, forever still believe he was robbed of two straight dunk contests. Oh my god! Um, but we don't need to get into that. You know, I just feel like the Nuggets are just a great overall team, and it's. If they were to win, it would show how it's done as an NBA organization to truly how to build from like within and how to run your organization. Um, I pretty much do the the Warriors blueprint almost. Pretty much, you it's kept the, everybody. You it's signed the, same with the Celtics too. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I just I don't know. I just feel also the longer that the Lakers keep themselves in it the more of a chance that they're going to make it to the finals. And this was a team a month and a half, two months ago that we weren't even thinking about this. We all sat there and said, they're dead in the water. No LeBron, he's out. There's no God forsaken way that they're making the playoffs. They're not going to get to that playing game. Anthony Davis turned into Pelicans, Anthony Davis, and actually played basketball. Yeah. And but showed that, up. And he's here's the thing. Been showing up. Kudos to the Lakers front office staff for you know doing what they're supposed to to get the proper help instead of sitting around in dead dead underwater. They yeah. got the the guys. They got the end. That Minnesota trade literally saving our lives. Austin and Reeves. Angelo, Austin Reeves. He well, he was originally drafted by the Lakers or undrafted. Like, signed he, with them. That kid, he's playing himself into some good money. 
Oh, he's going to get a lot of money. A lot of money. I don't think which... he's going to be on the Lakers, though, because the Lakers won't be able to match it. We'll see what happens. Well, we're going to get to all that later. But yeah. that him performing the way he's been performing into a starter, you got when they did the small move for Rui Hachimura to build up some bench. Mm-hmm. You got... Vanderbilt from Minnesota, D'Angelo Russell from Minnesota, Malik Beasley from Minnesota. You brought back Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder has been on the Lakers, just he's finally actually playing all right. Well, yeah, um, he came back after, what, skipping out a whole year and instead of signing a huge contract with him? Yeah, absolute idiot. But that's again. Dumbass. But honestly, I am literally like – I'm I'm impressed with what they did, and they the shows Anthony Davis is healthy at the right time of the year. LeBron is playing like the best he's ever had, and I'm and I'm gonna say it right now, as it's gonna be hard, and I'm excited to watch this series specifically. I'm gonna go with the Lakers in six. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, um... I I would either say. If it goes to Game 7, that gives the advantage to Denver. I think the key for the Lakers, they need to finish this series early. So the Lakers need to steal a game. Yes. They have to. In Denver. They have to. Okay. Because I think they can win it both. They win them both at home. They'll probably slip up in Denver again and then come back home to win it in Game 6. Booking it right now. All right. So Kevin's got them in 6. If if the Lakers win this and the Celtics win, this is the most scripted playoffs I've ever seen in my damn life. Oh, um, man. Can, can you imagine the ratings? They're like all the <laughs> graphics. I see it. It's the battle for 18. It's gonna be battle for 18 everywhere. And no, our 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 shirts say unfinished business, and it already has in one eight in it. I don't care what the Lakers thing says. No. No. I, I was talking to my dad about it. A little bit earlier, um, you know, over the weekend. And, you know, I said, if the Celtics had won, there's truly no team that scares me as a Celtics fan at this moment now. I thought the 76ers were the team that if we couldn't get past the team, it was going to be them. If they had all played the way they should have, we may have lost that series. And this is a very different conversation. I think the team, the Heat, will outplay, outgrit any team they play, no matter who they are, no matter what. I think that's what you're going to get. So, but I still say Celtics there. The Nuggets, Lakers. Oh my God. You have your two time MVP in Jokic. Jamal Murray's healthy. Michael Porter Jr. is healthy. Aaron Gordon. Still is high flying and playing like a stud. Um, I don't even know who else is out in Denver, but I know they have some got decent... guys like Bruce Brown that was formerly oh. with the Nets. Oh, um, that dude got... plays like a big man in a little man's body. Uh, you got uh, uh, Kentavious Caldwell Pope on that team, you know, who's balling out like he's a, a superstar. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. healthy is huge. Let's see. Bruce Brown, Reggie Jackson. Yeah, but he don't really play that much. They got Jeff Green. Jeff Green plays. 
they have DeAndre Jordan, Thomas he Bryant. Just chilling on the bench. Yeah, Thomas Bryant. Um Ish Smith, who's a journeyman of journeymen. And then they have a couple rookies that won't touch the court. Um yeah. Oh man. I I gotta look at this. Hold on. I gotta do one thing. All right, so let's look at the Lakers roster. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Lonnie Walker, who he's fell been balling and then decided to re reimagine himself. Um, Ryu, Ryu, however you say it, Ryu, Ryu, I can't even speak. Um, Dennis Schroeder, Tristan Thompson, um, Bamba, Mo Bamba, but he's been hurt. After the trade, so he hasn't played. Um, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, Scotty Pippen's kid, uh, Troy Brown Jr., Wenyan Gabriel, boy from New Hampshire, uh, and then the last three don't matter. Oh, I would say you're pretty evenly matched. Like yeah. looking at these rosters, that's a Pretty evenly matched. Only difference is you have the Nuggets have a two-time MVP. The Lakers have a four-time champion. Yeah. Those are your if those two That's your difference. Play, yeah, that's that's true. your difference. If those two play or over outshine their play as stars, I think that's gonna be the, the difference in, in the game. Be solid. I gotta go. Honestly, though, I'm gonna go Nuggets. I'm giving the type, giving that to the Nuggets in seven. Okay. Um, they both will steal one from each other, home and home. Um, I don't know. I think. I just feel like it's this, it's finally their year to at least get over that hump. I hope uh, so. And I'm not saying that just because I don't like the Lakers and I despise them more than any team besides the Yankees. I just look at it and yes, Anthony Davis has played his butt off, but I feel like we're going to see Anthony Davis return to earth sooner rather than later. LeBron, who will always be, Playoff LeBron is scary, no matter how old he is. Um, but then D'Angelo Russell can show up or not show up. Dennis Schroeder, sometimes he'll hit a shot. I just think you have a little bit more consistency across the board with the Nuggets. And that's the only thing that's going to give me give them that like small edge. Oh, um, and also, key thing, don't mean to cut you off, but... You're good. Mo Bamba is going to be out for the Lakers. Yeah, he's been out. One. I thought he's been out. I thought he got hurt. Well, I guess... Tristan Thompson's it, been playing more. That's hilarious that he went from ESPN broadcaster one week to Lakers bench buddy. Um, Mainly because no one in ESPN wanted to listen to him. All right, so he will miss game one. Da, da, da. 
Mo Bamba. He's another reason why the Lakers were rocking out. Let's see, blah, blah, blah. Never truly materialized. Yeah, he's just just freaking injured, freaking loser. All right. Well, we'll see how it all works out. It does seem like I'm looking at... Well, Jordan plays about 15 minutes a game for him. DeAndre. He has him five and five. Probably just to relieve Jokic so he can just breathe a little bit. Yeah, that's the only reason. But that's pretty good backup to have. And then your other yeah. backup is Jeff Green coming in for Porter Jr. Or Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Jeff Green, we know... He ain't no slouch. Mm-hmm. So it's I give them to, I'll give it to the Nuggets. And then if you go further, so we have the Celtics and you have Celtics Lakers. I have Celtics Nuggets. I'll let you go first because this well, is right now for 18. Before I before I go talk about all that, very interesting stat from Bleacher Report. Oh, Playoff wins since the 2005. 2006 season. Mm-hmm. Lakers 19, Spurs with 20, Cavs with 21, the Celtics 23, Warriors 25, the Heat with 26. Fuck that. And LeBron with 41. Yeah, good for him because he played on three teams that had been stacked. Hey, that's still pretty impressive though. But to answer your question, because I know you're dying to hear it. If... I, also have a, I have one stat, too. Hold on. Go ahead. Stat I saw it up. yesterday. From 2000 and 2001, those seasons, until now. Or until, yeah. And for the Patriots, they they went to the playoffs and the East, their conference finals 13 times. Okay? That was the most across the board of any team. The Celtics, in the same time period, have gone to nine conference finals. It's the most out of any team in the NBA. Okay. Let's go. I dig it. But I cut you off. Please. Like, what you got? Now, if it is Lakers-Celtics, and this is only if this is the series, I'm thinking... That just because the NBA storybook writers would want it, I think LeBron will get number the next one. I'm going with LeBron if it's Celtics Lakers. If it's Celtics Lakers, I think it's more poetic that the Celtics win it. Why? Really? What was the best basketball player that? Just- oh, because oh, because. Bill because Russell Bill, passed away. True, because it was poetic. The Lakers won in 2020, and Kobe passed. Yep, I think I, mean, be, I wouldn't be mad with that, honestly. I think it'd be poetic to see the Celtics. If the Celtics beat the Lakers, that would just be amazing. I, I'd cry. I would legit cry. Um, happy tears. If the Celtics lost to Lakers, I'd break my TV and not talk to you for a week. Yeah, um, we'd have to take like two weeks off after. Probably have to take a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, 
Now, if it's Celtics Nuggets, still Celtics. I think the Celtics. It's an easier. I think that's an easier series for the Celtics to win. It it because you don't have to deal that extra pressure. No, well, it's not even just the pressure, but like, look at what Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum did last night, yesterday afternoon. They dropped eighty points between the two of them, and they barely tried. Jokic is the main scorer on that team, and look what Al Horford did to Joel Embiid, except for during two games. Yeah, I'll take that, but I think it would if, be definitely more of a like a it wouldn't be as stressful as a series. I don't think if it was no. against the Nuggets, I think I it would just so be like a regular series that they can go into. Yeah, I think, I think if you go Lakers Celtics, it's a very stressful series for no matter who you are or no matter what fan base you are because you're everyone's going to root for one or the other. It's that's just how it's going to be. It's you, you could be a Minnesota Timberwolves fan, but you're going to root for either the Celtics or you're rooting for the Lakers. Well, who's the lesser of two evils in your mind? So I don't know. It'll be interesting. But um, quickly, we'll talk about this because this is happening right before the Western Conference Championship game one tomorrow night. And everyone that's going to listen to this on Saturday, five days after. Uh, ah, ah. The NBA draft lottery is tomorrow night. So this is basically the lottery to see who gets Victor. Yes. I don't, you know, Ben, the only thing I care about is Ben Wallace is going for the Detroit Pistons. I think that's dope. All right. So I'm looking at the percentage chances. So you have the Pistons and Rockets and Spurs all with a 14% chance to get the number one overall pick. Those are your okay. top three. Um, followed by the Hornets at 12.5, Blazers at 10.5, then you have the Magic with 9%, the Pacers at 6.8%, Wizards at 6.7%, Jazz at 4.5, the Mavs at 3.0, the Bulls at 1.8, followed by the Thunder at 1.7, then you have the Rappers with 1% and the Pelicans at a 0.5%. Now, I want you to take a look at that Mavericks 3%. But the Mavericks... Wait, hold on. Hold on. This is very big. Yeah. So, the Mavericks are currently slated, if they went as I listed, they would be getting the 10th pick. Right. Now, if that pick happened to slides to 11 or lower due to the Kristaps Porzingis trade that pick would be sent over to the New York Knicks Yeah, which one would be wow talk about a failure in that trade when we all talked about how the Mavs got one over on the Knicks but that would be very interesting because as a Knicks fan as well that pick could be something to be used to help gather pieces to go over the hump. And there's one other one too that's similar. Um I honestly it's like oh my god, who is it? I saw it earlier today and I don't 
remember if I. I think I, I think I know what you're talking about too. It's but like I the don't know where Pelicans or something. Let's see. Oh. Uh, let me see. Oh, here we go. Let's see Yahoo Sports. Yes. Oh, I don't care about that. Oh, damn it. I, yeah, I can't remember who it is, but it's like if the pick is outside the top four or five, then this other team jumps all the way up to that pick. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, what are the odds for the draft lottery? Let's see. Well, I do. There's apparently there's like a new way that they're doing the lottery system as well. Oh. All right. This is apparently this is like the new lottery system. It's because it's preventing the teams that were trying to tank from them getting the number one overall spot. So here we go. In the first year of the league's new lottery system, this is from CBS Sports, by the way, the New Orleans Pelicans, who ended the night with the seventh best odds to get the first pick, jumped all the way to the number one spot. They passed the three teams that had a 14% chance of getting it, a shocking development, so this is talking about when that's how they won when they it was during the Zion Williamson okay. uh, thing. So that's the thing is if, depending on how it works, they could end up jumping, which would be crazy. Uh King Ball number one to fourteen. Those coming in between determine the number of pick and the Let's create a four-number combination. A team that matches up with the combination to chosen is then awarded the pick. House is done again to determine the picks second through fourth. Once that process is completed, determine the top four draft picks, the remaining order, spots five through 14, is set in inverse order of their 2023 regular season records. In other words, the teams with the worst remaining records pick higher than those who finish with the better records. So that's how the process is for the lottery. I didn't know that. Interesting. interesting. Very, very interesting. So that's how it ends up being like the same order as like their record. Very interesting. Huh? I feel like we should do who do we think is going to get the lottery pick? And then one outlier who we think would also get it. So two choices. Uh, let's let's talk like, about the, the representatives real quick because this oh, is do they have that? Yeah, so Detroit Pistons, Ben Wallace, Houston That's Rockets, amazing. their new coach, Ime Udoka. Idiots. Should have just spent Jalen Green or somebody else or James Harden for you since you want him back. San Antonio Spurs is uh team owner Peter Holt. Charlotte Hornets is rookie guard Mark Williams. Portland Trailblazers, former all-star guard Brandon Roy. I love Brandon that. Brandon Roy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Orlando Magic, coach Jamal Mosley. Indiana Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton. Washington Wizards, 
coach, Wes Unsold Jr., Utah Jazz, Colin Sexton, um, Dallas Mavericks, Nico Harrison, the GM, Chicago Bulls, rookie guard, Dalen Terry, Oklahoma City Thunder, former player and current scout, Nick Collison. Let's go. Yo, Nick Collison. He was that uh, guy at Kansas, man. So oh, my good. God. I feel like he was never – he was always in school. Um, then he, Toronto, Toronto Raptors, GM. Big thing with Nick Collison, before you go off him, kudos to him for never, ever leaving his team. He played yep. with Seattle slash the Thunder oh, his whole oh, career. Never left. Never left. Good for him. I love it. Toronto Raptors, general manager Bobby Webster, and the New Orleans Pelicans, vice president David Griffin. Nice. Now, let's look at the lottery. Who do I think gets the overall number one pick? Uh-huh. San Antonio. I just I think it's just gonna happen. Okay. I just I think. Detroit has gotten so many number one picks as of late, and they haven't done anything yet with it. I know it takes a little bit, but I really want to see what Pop does with Victor. Like, you know Pop will take him and mold him into the best player imaginable. Okay, real quick. So, so is that – that was That's my that was that's your... my team that would actually get it. Okay, my, go ahead. My pick for a team that just like randomly will probably could potentially get it is let me just look real quick. Um, I would, I'm just gonna go with it just because it's hysterical and make them the super tall team of the NBA, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Dude, that would be so lit. They would have the legit tallest team in NBA history right there. Starting five of all over six, seven. Oh, yeah. That'd be nuts. Oh, to answer your question, I think you are you were talking about Orlando. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Chicago's pick could be conveyed to Orlando. That was the other one of the lottery. So the Mavs. To the Knicks and then the the Chicago Bulls went to the the Magic. Nice. All right, who do you got? All right, so for me, hold on. Uh, wow. I just looked at the rest of the picks in the first round. The Knicks have the twenty third pick already. Yeah, they have a couple. Uh. Oh no! Wait, uh, no. The next pick is actually going to Portland. And your Boston Celtics, you sent your first round pick to Indiana, apparently. Yeah, it was part of the trade to get Malcolm Brogdon. Brogdon, yeah. All right. So for me, if I think who's going to possibly get it, I'm going to rule out all the 14 percenters because just the last couple of years, it just hasn't worked out that way. I'm going to go right under that. I'm going to go with Charlotte as a realistic spot. Thinking about with like, Think about Jordan hasn't had a chance to like pick like a star. Well, it will be his last thing before he sells it. His last thing that he does. So I'll go with uh, the Hornets. Guys, how 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 bad do you think they still would be if they got Victor? Yeah, 
I don't know. Because they're going to lose Terry Rozier, because that's apparently the rumors that they're they're going to try to get him out, trade him. Okay. And no offense to Lamelo, but he can't stay healthy, and when he does stay healthy, he gets in so much foul trouble he can't stay on the court. And Bridges is not. I hope to God that he never comes back to the NBA for after the allegations against him for what he did last summer. Um, hey, they need God, something positive. Them getting a number one overall pick. That yeah, that could do it. That would that, definitely that do, could it. do it. So that's my what that would be, be likely crazy. Um, but my odd ball pick to get the lottery. Mm-hmm. And it would be hilarious. Let's go with those Chicago Bulls. Oh my god. Can you just so imagine exciting. the Bulls and that I think that pick goes to Orlando if it gets like top five. <laughs> That's what Orlando would so Orlando would <laughs> literally what would she... have the biggest lineup ever. What if Chicago somehow gets the number one pick? Orlando's sitting there just going, oh, oh, let's go. Let's go. Can you imagine that lineup of, like, Victor, then, like, Pyle Banchero, then uh, Bull Bull, then uh, Franz Wagner. And then you have Cole Anthony running the point, and he's, like, <laughs> three the... feet shorter than the rest of It's the greatest. Oh, my gosh. That would be the new Lob City. Of this generation. Oh my god. I love it. Oh. But um I will be interested to see how Victor plays in the N- NBA. It's gonna be I think it's gonna take him a little bit longer than what a lot of people think. He's he's gotta get he's gotta build his strength up more. He's got and he's gonna have to get used to playing against guys that are strong s- and athletic and and similar to his size. There's no one out there that's exactly similar. It, the Greek freak is the closest, but he's still taller. Victor's still a lengthier human being. Yeah. But he's going to have to put on muscle. And I I wonder how much he can put on. Is he going to be I, like Kevin Durant? Or is he going to be able to become like Giannis, where Giannis was able to put on decent muscle? I think Giannis, his body could definitely develop into a Giannis. Again, it's just... Whoever is in charge of his programming, they need to make sure he's staying healthy, make mm-hmm. sure he's getting the right – he's putting on weight the right way. Yeah. He's And as long as he can stay healthy and develop playing into the physicality of the NBA, the sky's the limit. He'll be extremely scary. But, um, yeah, I'm just excited to see what he can do. Um, is he going to put up, like, crazy numbers right away? We don't know. Um, the NBA is a different game than it is overseas. So, well, he'll definitely be a blueprint of taller guys trying to play small, and that his game would just change the whole complete landscape of like what kids look as guys to play basketball. Like, oh, we're not gonna God. have like guys playing like a Joel Embiid or like a Shaq. Like, like the, the guys they're looking up to. They there's no guy that just goes into the post. And just dominates people. That doesn't exist. It's from the outside in instead of the other way around. Like we grew up playing. So we shall see. All right. Before we end this evening, I want to call something out here. Um, okay. So everyone knows if you're an NBA fan, if you like basketball, you, everyone knows the name Chris Brickley. 
right? Okay. Uh, he used to work for the Knicks. He own, runs Black, what is it? Black Ops Basketball in New York City. He's okay. a top trainer for a lot of NBA players. Melo, LeBron, anyone and everyone that's an NBA player knows Chris Brickley. Well, Chris Brickley is from my home state of New Hampshire. I went to high school with him for a year. One of the best basketball players I've ever seen play. He now, I literally saw it as we were talking, is creating courts back home in Manchester, New Hampshire for youth and for people to actually play basketball. Um, his reasoning, let me just see. Uh, this is the beginning of everything I want to do back home. I'm determined to put Manchester, New Hampshire on the map and give kids motivation and inspiration to make it out of here, whether it's through sports or anything else. Over the next few years, I have plans to build a bunch of things back home. Now, if you're from New Hampshire, you're from Manchester, you know Manchester is an okay city. It's not the greatest in spots. Um, when I lived there, it was all right. But it's one of those where still there's issues, like any city in any state. Um, but Chris grew up through it and wants to change things around. Um, you know, I think it's phenomenal. I love it. And then I was looking at his stories and there's a post. It looks like he's art. There's things already under construction. And one of the courts, it was a three minute drive from my old house. Oh, that's so cool. I, and it's awesome. I, I love it. I cannot wait to go back and visit New Hampshire and see these courts and see what he's going to do. Um, so congratulations. I know you'll probably never hear this podcast, but congratulations, Chris Brickley. Keep doing what you're doing and keep bringing New Hampshire, you know, on the map. That's all I got. Legit. Wow. So that's, that's our podcast today. Damn. All right. Well, Kevin, get us out of here. It's 948. We spent a lot longer than I thought we would tonight on this. Yeah. You know, I but figured it was going to be that way. Yeah. All right. So outro time. Um, If you are watching this on our YouTube, um, make sure you continue to watch us at the Manly Musings podcast. Uh, What else we got? <laughs> you just want to listen to us instead of hearing us talk and seeing our faces Listen to us on all streaming platforms. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Play, and Google Play. So all four of those. If you love Instagram like I do, feel free to follow our Instagrams. You can follow Merits at Merit underscore P. Follow me at KQuava624. Follow the podcast Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod. If you're wondering why there hasn't been any content lately, it's just, well, life has been a little bit busy and the social media guy has been tired. So hopefully we're going to get some more different content up in a little bit. Um, definitely got to have some things to share, especially we got Andrew back in the fold, having him on the podcast more. We're going to have some stuff there. And yeah, uh, enjoy the rest of your night. We'll have some other updates for you guys like last week. We'll let you know of when there's either going to be a no podcast or mini podcast. We'll keep you updated there. And yeah, see y'all. Have a good night. Peace. Peace. Y'all.